Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Being Human is Weird. If you joined us last joint episode, Abby and I talked about morning routines with daylight savings dropping its shoulder upon us. I don't know what that means, but... (laughs) And the reverse side of daylight savings, of course, is that we've now lost an hour of daylight in our evenings. So life is a little rough right now for some of us. So let's talk about evening routines. So everyone, (laughs) Carrie said (laughs) that a good evening routine makes her a better morning the next day. How can we set ourselves up for that? Or what does that mean? What does that look like? I think, again, it's all very individual, like everything that we talk about. What sets me up for good morning is going to be different than you, but there are things in common. Just like we talked about with the morning routine, maybe you and I can share a little bit about what ours currently looks like. And then we can jump into what more of the experts, people above our pay grade, seem to say about evening routines. (laughs) People making more than zero (laughs) dollars. Yeah. I used to have pre-moving in Europe and life-changing, a pretty set evening routine in that it wasn't like each step was set every night, but I devoted a full hour every night to my self-care. Phone was off starting at 9 p.m. And then from 9 to 10, whatever felt good to me to help wind me down. And that's what I'm really looking to get back into, to hopefully get into bed at 10 and be asleep. Well, for me, hopefully by five in the morning, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to go to bed just before it's time to go to work. (laughs) What about you? What is your take on evening routines? Well, I'm sure this is going to surprise everyone, considering it's my answer to every question you ask me, but it's all over the place. I think the last time I had a solid bedtime routine, I was in bed by 9.30, asleep by 10, probably like 2018. Right now, my wind down routine consists of cleaning, things that I didn't clean, finishing chores, maybe doing a workout, last minute stuff. It's, I mean, when I say all over the place, no two nights are the same. To answer your question, I don't have a wind down routine. That's where we're going to start then. Good. We're starting with a clean slate. (laughs) It's a a very clean slate. Yes, it can only go up. Yeah. (laughs) I know that you are definitely somebody that if something didn't get done earlier in the day, you want to make sure you get it done still that day. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how much stress that adds to the last few hours because you were talking about cleaning which i mean cleaning up after dinner or making sure the dishes for the next day i'm the same way i don't want to wake up to a dirty kitchen um (laughs) yeah but like working out or any kind of deep cleaning or stressing out about that do you feel like that's then affecting your sleep or do you feel like because you're getting it done it's helping you to put that day away those are really good questions. I th- Yes, like last night I had laundry to do, but I've been talking about prioritizing sleep and prioritizing a wind down. And I didn't fold the laundry, which everybody is still alive. Everything is fine. But I was thinking about it when I went to bed and I was thinking mm-hmm. about it when I woke up. So I was in bed for extra time, had that extra time to relax but still let it bug me. But on the reverse side of things, 
had I taken the time to do it, what, I mean, it's 15 minutes. This is just an example. Had I taken the time to do it, it probably would have led to something else, which would have led to something else, which puts me in bed later. So there's a mental block for you between like letting things go or making sure that everything's checked off the list, because those are the only two options. You know, you can either let your mind say, I'll worry about that tomorrow, or I have to get it done today. But it does sound like there might be a mental block there. And I don't know what the answer to that is. What do you think you could do about that? I would like to go more in the direction of continuing to prioritize winding down and being okay with things not getting done. What what would you think about your first wind down task at 9 p.m. making a list for the next day? So getting it out of your mind and onto paper, whatever you feel like you didn't accomplish that day so that you start the next day with a, okay, I know these are my top few things that I'm starting with because I didn't finish them last night. Ye- I like that a lot. That just helps me say, I wrote it down somewhere so I won't forget about it. And now it's off my mind. It's on the page and out of my mind. Almost every quote unquote high performing person makes a list of tasks for the next day. And I'm wondering if I could combine that with something else I read, which is writing the number of minutes it takes to complete those tasks. So I feel like if I wrote like laundry, 10 minutes, vacuuming, 10 minutes, it would make them feel like they're less of this all day chore that gets done and more of a, okay, I could have all of that done by 7am if I needed to. (laughs) Yeah, I like that too. And that really, again, is an additional piece to put your mind at ease. Mm -hmm. You have your list, you know how long it's going to take and you have the motivation to do it because it's, you're looking at your list and you're like, this is 30 minutes of things. Mm -hmm. This is nothing. I can do this. I have also heard that a lot of top performers really prep for whatever the next day is going to be. And that's on my list as well, in terms of making sure I have my workout clothes or whatever I'm going to change into when I get up and my water bottle handy to grab so that there's less mental weight. Mm -hmm. I don't have to lift as much in the morning. I can just kind of zombify me walking and making sure I'm getting outside and getting that sunshine that we talked about. Um, Do you have other things that you feel the need to prep for in the evening for the next morning? I do. And now that you're calling that out, I feel like I do a pretty good job of it, but maybe I could push it to earlier and then workout clothes. I put them right in the bathroom with my phone so that I get up and I walk to the bathroom. I just change my clothes. Smart. Those are some (laughs) great tips. (laughs) Yeah. But then once I'm dressed, uh, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, there's no, there's no pattern then after that. Okay. Well, I think we both need some help here. So mm-hmm. let's talk about what some of the more experty people say. Um, did you do some research on your favorite lady, Mel Robbins, this week? Of course I did. Actually, one of the first points that she shares is exactly what we were just talking about. And it's making things easier for yourself. So eliminating the barriers or the obstacles. If you're going to the gym or you want to get any sort of movement in, in the morning, get that stuff out, get in the habit of putting that out the night before. Fill your water in a glass container, get your coffee pot ready, tidy and clean up, set your alarm, 
put it as far away from your bedroom as possible. If that idea freaks you out, buy yourself a $3 alarm clock from Walmart. It's not a big deal. And then after you have kind of that morning prep work done, she suggests following the three, two, one rule, which again is very simple. Three hours before bed, stop eating and don't have any alcohol. Two hours before bed, stop working and doing anything productive that uses a lot of brain power and do only mm. low brain power requiring uh, activities, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so things like journaling or anything yeah. you think of when you think of winding down. And then one hour before bed, stop using screens. And that's yep. it. Oh, she makes everything so I know, easy. doesn't she? I wish that I could do it. <laughs> of those that you just named, it's really, I think, from what I know of you, just the screens an hour before. But you prep for the morning. You, I don't think, eat or drink usually that late into the evening. And I don't know what high energy brain activities you're doing. Maybe you're also doing that depending on the day. But you're mostly following that, are you not? Yeah, that's not too bad. You know, now that my um, cutie partner, his schedule is a little bit better. We're eating earlier. Not that his schedule needs to affect me. I just let it. But as far as the booze, yeah, I don't don't really drink. But then um, the two hours before bed, usually I'm doing just like what we talked about, doing something just plowing through that. So mm, yeah. the, you know, prepping kind of, I guess they're not really high brain power activities, but they're high energy activities. So there's not that like, oh, okay, it's time to start going to bed. It's like a, whoa, oh, great, it's time to start going to bed. <laughs> get pumped. Yeah, let's exactly. Let's get, <laughs> let's go to bed. Well, that's good to acknowledge about yourself as mm. to where you are right now, because it's all going to change and you're going to be perfect. Tonight. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I better. Yep. You didn't do research on a specific person, right? It was more of a, yep. I just didn't. Tell us. <laughs> I went straight to the sleepfoundation.org. Um, so I figured they should know that's their whole thing, right? Tell me I what to so. do. Yeah. Sleep Foundation. <laughs> and of course, this is something we have heard a million times for good reason, but setting a regular bedtime and getting yeah. into bed at that regular bedtime. And that counts for wake time too. Setting Regular wake and sleep times, important. Um, they also say put electronics away for at least an hour before. They say have a light snack or bedtime tea, which is interesting. And if that works for you, some people really function on a high protein snack right before bed. That's not something my digestive or sleep system allows happily. So I do not eat for the last few hours before going to bed. I might have a tea within a couple hours before bed. But again, that last hour, I'm not eating or drinking. Take a warm bath or a shower. And the reason this works is because once you get out, your body starts to cool. You've just heated it up and it's cooling down to that optimal temperature that your body wants to be in to go to sleep. We do tend to get a lot cooler when we're going into that hibernating state. So that works for a lot of people. Listening to music or anything relaxing, stretching, breathing, relaxing, practicing meditation, reading a good book. There's another asterisk here for me for that. Again, if reading works for you and it helps you fall asleep, awesome. 
I get too invested in what I'm reading and I end up staying up Mm. for many more hours because I have trouble letting go of a book more so than I have trouble letting go of my screen. I really struggle to put books down. So that one doesn't work for me, but it could work for you. Uh, Writing down a to-do list or journaling. And while they didn't say so specifically, this brought to mind something that I have worked with people on uh, writing a quick gratitude for the day, which is a really nice mental space to end your day with and go into sleep. Like, what did I do today that I'm grateful for myself? Or how did I help the world? Or what? who am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? So it's just, it does not have to be a long list. It can be one single thing. You can write it down. You can say it out loud, whatever you like. And then, of course, Again, what we've heard a million times is to have the right bedroom environment. So the right temperature for you, the optimal temperature, I believe, is around 68 degrees to sleep in. Maybe you're a little warmer, colder, making sure it's dark, making sure your bedroom and especially under your bed is clutter free. If you like essential oils, aromatherapy diffusers can be very beneficial And then having it, having your bedroom be quiet or your intentional soundscapes. I sleep with rain sounds quite often. That's what they have to say. And that's my take on what they have to say as well. (laughs) I think it's being intentional. You know yourself best. So what actually helps you wind down? How do you sleep? If I eat, I'm going to have messed up dreams or digestive issues Mm -hmm. that just, I can't eat and then lay down. That's not happening for me. If that works for you and that makes you then feel good until the morning before you have your breakfast, do it or experiment with it and see if it works for you. You mentioned that before your life really changed and you went traveling and all these things, you had that solid bedtime routine in place. So I'm wondering how do you plan to re-implement some of those things or get that started? What do you want it to look like? Tell us everything. The main thing that I want it to look like is a hard stop on the phone an hour before. And that shouldn't be too much of an issue, but it takes reminding. And it takes, Mm -hmm. like I said, being intentional, being prepared. And then typically it's a mixture of stretching, journaling, face yoga. Um, Andy and I are on a huge puzzle kick right now. We've been putting together jigsaw puzzles like insane people. I think we've done six in the last three weeks. We're like, (laughs) but it's also, it gives you that dopamine, but it's so soothing. It's not Mm -hmm. a heavy brain lift like we were talking about. So it's, it's just, that's such a lovely way. But the problem with that is the puzzle is going to be in the living room where he is going to be on the TV. Not a huge deal, but that is something to think about. So I guess my very long-winded answer here is I want it to look like the last hour that I am awake or out of bed is just dedicated to what's going to feel good to me. What about you? What do you think you want your evening routine to look like? So I'm hoping that I can get everything ready and put sort of a timestamp on things. So maybe regardless of Brandon's schedule I am done eating by eight o'clock. Like everything's wrapped up. I can just heat him up something, whatever. And then starting at eight, doing stretching, but making that a no more phone unless it's 
to look at recipes on Pinterest or something relaxing. No more working out, no more cleaning. I'm done between eight and nine. We'll say nine (laughs) for that stuff. Um, But just taking that time to start calming myself down. So maybe it's a nice long shower, dedicating time to spend quality time with Brandon, not just sitting next to each other on the couch on our phones. I mean, we just don't get that much time together. Um, So I think that would be good. But figuring out a way to not overwhelm myself with all of the possibilities as well, because I tend to do that. Like, okay, I have an hour for wind down. That's enough time to do face yoga, read, take a shower, get my snacks ready for the next day and get ready for bed. And, you know, and just maybe picking one thing like, okay, I have an hour. How can I just get ready for bed? You pointed out in our last episode together, the morning routine, having lists to choose from, whether you were having a high energy, medium energy, low energy night. And I'm wondering, because you do love those check marks, if you have a list, not necessarily to check mark off, but a list to go to, to say, okay, what are my options to wind down? And these are my only options from eight to nine. This is what I'm going to let myself participate in. From nine to 10, these are the options I get to choose from tonight. We both have a lot of ideas and we want to try everything. And then it gets too overwhelming or, oh shit, I'm 15 minutes behind. So I don't know what Mm -hmm. to do next because I missed this. Letting that pressure go, but also having prepared lists to just say, okay, what do I feel like? I feel like reading tonight. I'm not going to stretch. I don't need to stretch today. I stretched earlier, whatever that is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Would that yeah. help at all? Yes, because it has helped in the morning. I can't even describe to you the lack of pressure I feel in the morning having that list. Like I'm waking up and doing what I feel like. And yeah. that has made me more productive. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I love that. The low energy, medium energy but it'd be low and extra low (laughs) energy for the evening. I really like that idea. Thank you for bringing that up. I definitely feel like I'll have plenty of time in the morning. So I don't Mm -hmm. prep for my mornings as well as I should. I think that's where I really want to focus in addition to setting aside that full hour. But that full hour is less about exactly what steps I'm doing. The main step that I want to do within the whole evening routine is what will I need to wake up and be feeling my best within 30 minutes of waking up tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm going to focus my energy. Where are you feeling like you're going to focus this week? I think it'll be more about calming down, winding down. So putting, I have an alarm on my phone at 845 that says no more social media, please, dot, 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 please. <laughs> and <laughs> it's been super helpful. I I haven't even really been on it anyway. It's like I'm setting my phone down after dinner once Brandon gets home and I'm done with it. So I want to continue with that kind of thing, but make that list that just says, okay, from eight to nine, here is how I can wind down. From nine to 10, here is how I can wind down. And just making those things happen. So the hard stop on doing anything that I would consider to be uber productive or that could wind me up and just start there. Keep it simple, stupid. I don't think you're stupid, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I do love the office. Yeah. Great advice. Hurts my feelings every time. (laughs) A quick summary as we wrap up. Just keep it simple, stupid, and try (laughs) to wind down, set yourself up for success the next day, whatever that looks like, and 
stop trying to copy everyone else's evening routine like I've done because it is going to look so different. You have to experiment until you find what works for you. Set aside some time, play around, and let us know on Instagram what you're finding that works for you so that we can steal it from you. Please and thank you. If you are with us and believing being human is weird, then like, subscribe, share, all of those things that the kids are doing, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to be sharing resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you, so slide right into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. And thank you so much for listening, weirdos.